Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I'm your host, Brian Convery. Today, we are continuing Careering Talk, which is an open mic series to empower job and career seekers with knowledge, insights, career pathing, and coaching to find that dream job and develop a career with purpose and impact. On today's Careering Talk, I've invited Janzaba Ansari to join me. Janzaba is a keynote speaker, a lifelong learner, and the co-founder and CEO of Knockery, which is an AI video assessment tool and a leader in HR technology. He co-founded Knockery because of the discrimination he faced in the hiring process. He is now on a mission to defeat unconscious bias and increase diversity in the workforce. Knockery works with Fortune 500, such as IBM, and has been featured in numerous media outlets, including Forbes, Bloomberg, The Daily Mail, Huffington Post, TechCrunch, VentureBeat, CBC's Natural, The Global Mail, Mars, and many others. Janzaba is often invited to share his thoughts on AI, the future of work, unconscious bias, and diversity at major events internationally. In 2018, he was named to the Forbes Technology Council, recognized as the Innovator of the Year by Ascend, and named among 22 of Canada's most promising young HR professionals by HRD Magazine. Janzaba, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, and it's a great pleasure to be here, Brian. Really excited uh, for this conversation. Me too. I'm excited to 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 share your story with the world here. So, to get us going, um, let's do some quick rapid fire questions. So, what are your preferred pronouns? So, I go by he, him, his. Okay, awesome. And if someone was to ask you what your superpower is, what would you say that is? I think now it's got to be resiliency. Just, uh, just given so many and the trials and tribulations and setbacks I've, I've faced and having to overcome challenges, I would say resiliency. It is <laughs> resiliency. Awesome superpower. Okay, I know it's tough to make a choice sometimes, but cake or pie? I will have to go with cheesecake, and my favorite is a red velvet cheesecake. Uh, you, you know, you can. It's just. It's. It is calorie dense, but it tastes <laughs> great though. I mean, you can't, you, you, you can't be counting calories that day. Yeah. Or an extra day at the gym, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite holiday for you. My favorite holiday time is uh, around Christmas time. And, you, you know, it's just so nice and so festive. And even if you're, you're not celebrating Christmas, which I don't, it's just the, a very nice holiday season where everybody is taking time off and is in this awesome, you know, awesome mood and there's great energy and, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful outside as well, as long as there's snow on the ground. So <laughs> I would say that's gotta be one of my favorite holiday times. Amazing. Um, what is the best compliment you've ever gotten? So I remember being at the World Economic Forum and speaking uh, beside a head of state. And I remember getting off of stage and there was a reporter that had accidentally confused me for the head of state. And he came up, he's like, your excellency, can I please interview? And the head of state came by and he's like, well, he's not the excellency, but he is excellent though. And I <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, that story is amazing. I love that story. I'm never going to forget that one. Uh, that must've been a moment for you, huh? <laughs> it definitely was. I felt like, uh, 
I don't know. I felt like royalty or I felt <laughs> like some, somebody extremely important. Just, just, just for like five seconds though. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite smell? My favorite smell has to be like something citrusy that is mixed with like a sweeter note, mm -hmm. um, maybe like a grapefruit. So, you, you know, something sweet and citrusy that is also refreshing. I, I just love that smell. Yeah, that it's such a, even as you're describing it, the senses of smell, how it stimulates other thoughts in the brain. And to me, that even when I smell citrus, it's like a sunny day kind of thing. <laughs> so love that. Um, so I spoke a bit about you at the beginning of the podcast. Could you maybe talk in more detail about your overall career journey um, and how you were, quote unquote, dragged into starting Nakri as you shared recently on LinkedIn? Yeah, so, you know, um, this Nakri started a couple of years ago, and I would say I sort of got dragged into it um, when I came back to Canada and I was actually pretty broke. I still remember because I was trying to work on this business and didn't work out. And, you, you know, I, I was racking up credit card debt and just needed a job desperately. And so I started applying and I wouldn't hear back from any employers mm. and just, just being very confused. I'm like, like what is going on here? So I remember I spoke to one of my buddies, Moz, at that time, who's a co-founder at Knockery Now, and he suggested I anglicize my name. And so we went from a variation of Jason, Jordan, Jacob, and literally in six weeks, I got a job. Wow. And, you know, Brian, with that experience, like, we just felt like there's so many people in this world that are probably overlooked unnecessarily due to their names, their gender, their sexuality, their ethnicity, their creed, et cetera, and that there has to be a better solution. And so we really decided that, you know, we got to do something about it. And so I came together with my third co-founder, who's a machine learning scientist, and we got together with an industrial organizational psychologist to create Knockery, which is essentially a AI-powered interview assessment tool that reduces bias and shortlists the best candidates to interview. And, you know, we help organizations such as IBM, Shopify, Department of Defense, and like many more, increase gender and racial diversity in shortlist of their candidates, improve the experience, and just significantly cut their time and cost to fill a job role. Wow. What a, um, first of all, what an impactful, um, uh, operation you've created with Nakri and, and an experience for others where maybe they won't feel what you felt going through, um, some of the, um, hardships of, you know, I can't even imagine trying to change your name to try to appeal to someone. It, it's not something that I could even think about, but, um, you really took something that was an experience and not maybe an, a negative experience, but turned it into an opportunity. Yeah. And you know what I truly believe in that is that, you know, sometimes all of us are put through like challenges that are meant to be solved 
for a larger sort of population out there, you know, and I feel like it was sort of a calling for me because, you know, I would have never embarked on this journey if that, if that would have not happened. Right. And I think like now, you, you know, I wake up on a day-to-day -day basis, just, you know, feeling happy that I'm making an impact. I still remember like a candidate um, uh, who was actually trying to break through like the crap, uh, break through the ranks of a, of a director level role. And she just couldn't. And she was from a marginalized community. I still remember. And, um, and what she said to us is that, is that, you know, you actually helped me like move up and you helped me move up a socioeconomic level. And I think it's, you know, it's comments like these that, that sort of keep us going and you, you know, and not just think about like monetary gains, but really like think about the impact that you're trying to create. Yeah. Well, wow. it's like truly changing hearts and minds and changing people's lives. That's fantastic. Um, you know, it's it's been over 25 years since your fa your family immigrated to Canada. Many of the listeners of this podcast are a lot of students, a lot of newcomers, you know, some graduates and early to career individuals who are are seeking out a better life in Canada. Is there any advice you'd like to give to those who may be facing some of the challenges um, as a newcomer to Canada? Um, you know what, that's a, that's an excellent question. And that is something that I do get asked about quite a lot. I would say, uh, number one is like, you have to be shameless in the sense that like, you know, really reach out to people in your network who, you know, and really, um, you know, attend, uh, any in-person events, if you possibly can, or even any, like any virtual events to just learn about organizations and what you're trying to apply to and what you're trying to become. And I feel that, that the best advice that I usually get is from like somebody who's just one step ahead of me. And so, you know, if you're trying to be, become a consultant at a particular company or, you know, an accountant or um, let's say an engineer, electrician, a plumber, like whatever it is, really be shameless in the outreach and you're going to be surprised in how how willing people are to connect uh and really you know help you out as well and like guide you and so that's been a lot of my journey is just like reaching out to folks and just connecting with them and just getting their advice and i think a lot of people really appreciate as well if you take their advice and if you succeed it makes them feel happy. Um, mm -hmm. and then it like becomes a cycle. And then you end up helping the next person who who's trying to reach out to you. That's some great advice. And I, what I love what you said is someone who's one step ahead of you. And sometimes, you know, when I get this question too, it's, you know, reaching to maybe executives or senior leaders for advice. And sometimes some of that advice is someone who's literally a year ahead of you in school or just transitioned to a job or what have you. And that's a lot of why I put this podcast together because so many students would share things and I say, well, you should share that with other students because they don't necessarily need to talk to an executive or, or get someone's time of a, uh, you know, a higher up, if you will. But I love that you shared that, that, you know, just even one step ahead of you, you can learn 
you know, uh, some some concrete insights that are relevant and, you know, very recent, which is really cool. Um, I like that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what does good mental health mean to you in the eyes of equity, diversity, inclusion, and most important, belonging? So I think, you know, when I, like, when I really think about this, I more think about this in, um, you know, in the workplace, I would mm -hmm. say, right? Like the way that I see is that you spend so much of your time working. And my aim is that, you know, any organization that that I would work at, or let's say if I'm uh, employed in, 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 in any role that has the ability to make this HR decision, I would, you know, really like strive for creating an inclusive environment. And I think like a lot of organizations or a lot of people, they like forget about this is that they want to hire all this like diverse talent. Um, and I just feel that like making sure that each and every single person can show up mm -hmm. and really, you know, um, and be themselves, uh, and not hold anything back, I think is extremely important. Um, and then I, I really look for like, you know, mentorship and like, and like sponsorship opportunities, right? Like, because if I'm working at a company, I want to know, like, you know, can I aspire to be somebody who's like me or, you know, who's similar to me, um, who's in a senior level role, right? And if I don't see a lot of that, it's very difficult, you know, for 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 me to envision myself there over like the long term. So I look for that support, you know. I look for, uh, I would say, an organization that that's very inclusive, and really makes me feel like I I like really belong there, um, you, you know, because I said you're you're gonna end up spending a lot of your time at work um and you think about it after work as well because you're going to be going to events and you're going to be networking and you want to be in that environment where you feel happy mm -hmm. yeah i think that's so important and um and i like what you also called out about seeing people like you in various ranks of the organization and um and I, I like to, you said, it, it's much more than just hiring diversity, but it's, I guess, not to put words in your mouth, but it's about enabling them too, by what you just said, right? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it makes such a big difference because I feel like, you know, a lot of people are, you know, very ambitious when they start off, but they get discouraged if they don't yeah. see those, uh, those upward like mobility opportunities. Yeah, so important, so important. And um, thank you for sharing that. Um, I've known you, I think we've figured this out since about 2015 and seen what you and your team have done at Nokri to put a different and effective lens on recruitment for inclusion. And, you know, I couldn't personally be more proud to know you and your team. Um, you shared a post on social media in 2005 that you were um, a guy with a double... Uh, popped collar and sporting <laughs> shirts <laughs> with a big vertical Abercrombie and Finch logo. And I remember those days too. In high school, you even threw in an application back when job hunting at the mall. But after you watched Netflix, uh, the documentary about 
um, Abercrombie and Finch, you realize you wouldn't have met their criteria. Um, you know, again, we talked about this a little bit, but what advice do you have for youth today on how to stand out maybe and appreciate their uniqueness as job seekers and with their employers? Yeah. So I, you know, I would say like, really be yourself, mm-hmm. um, you know, really show them what you're about and, and, and also align with, you know, as we talked about earlier with like some of the values that, you know, you also appreciate. Um, and I would say if you can align with those and you see that the organization is very similar as well, um, you know, really elicit those values. Um, and I think there, there is a lot of, um, relatability in that. Um, you know, and as it comes to you as a, I would say as a, um, as a youth applying for a job or, you know, or like a youth who's just out there in the market, uh, really, you know, own your image and, you know, and also I say to everybody, like embrace your name, don't, don't change it. Um, and just really be yourself, um, as you, you know, as you go out there, because you want to, at the end of the day, align with an organization that has similar values and that where, you know, you can thrive. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's another lesson learned from your advice too, is it's okay to stand out, right? This is when you want to stand out um, and and be noticed for that uniqueness. Um, You know, blending in looking for a job isn't usually the best way to achieve it. Um, But I think, you know, it really hits me hard when you talk about changing your name and things. I, I, Again, it's um, something that I think about that, you know, you've experienced and sharing like them to be themselves. It's so important. So thanks for that advice. And again, I think that post on LinkedIn said a lot about um, about, unfortunately, some of the stuff that does go on in the workplace and how you have to try to overcome it um, and try to change it. Right. Of course. And, And I just I just wanted to add to that slightly is that, you know, I think this is like the first time probably in like many decades that we have tools such as LinkedIn and, and, you know, other networking tools. And I would like really say that you have to become active there. Um, And, you know, it's the first time that we can reach out to thousands, if not like millions of people uh, that we would like to connect with who in the past were way out of reach for us, right? Like we needed to really build our own networks and, you know, try to like figure out if your dad has a buddy there or if your sister has a friend there or if your uncle has somebody there, right? Like in this day and age, you can directly reach out to people, you know, and 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 display that uniqueness. So don't hold back on that. And, you know, instead of spending, I, I would say, six hours a day on, on, you know, TikTok and Instagram, like just invest a little bit more time on LinkedIn. Great advice. Great advice. Uh, the pandemic, we know it's taking quite a toll on everyone from both a personal and professional perspective. What have you personally learned from it and how has it changed you? I think the one major thing for me going into the pandemic was like, was just work in the sense that like, you know, I 
really used to embrace the hustle culture before. And that's, you know, what I had only known. And very soon I realized that, you know, just being at home and not being able to go out, like I was just only working 24 seven and I was treating this, you know, as a sprint. And what I've realized is that I was burning out and I was getting tired and my productivity was just really poor. And I started to view things as a marathon and I, you know, learned from somebody, you know, a, a, a successful tech CEO Remember, he said to me that just like you schedule a meeting, you have to schedule time with yourself. So you have to schedule that lunch or schedule that, you know, gym, gym session, or just like schedule hanging out with your friends and just having a conversation. And so I think the treating it as like a longer term marathon and and also increasing the amount of social interaction really, um, you know, improved things for me because I was definitely suffering. Wow. What a, what a great way. I love the, the, the analogy there of a sprint to a marathon. And um, thank you for sharing that. I think that's some great insights and advice um, for all of us to think about. So really appreciate that. Um What's, I know this is kind of a loaded question, but what's next for you? What is, what, what is next for you? Yeah, I think, you know, um, just growing the business uh, and just being committed to the mission. I think, you know, just uh, we're, you know, uh, growing very fast. We mm-hmm. started off as like three people. We're north of 35 people now. Uh, and my goal, you know, over like the next, like 10 years, it's like a personal goal is that we want to like provide a hundred million people, a fair shot, an equal opportunity. And that's the mission that I'm currently on. And I need to track this on a year to year basis. Awesome. Awesome. I wanted to ask if it's okay. I want to throw in another quick question because I, I think about your path and your journey and what truly is, you know, entrepreneurship. Um, this also is a very interesting area for people to think about as a career portfolio and to not be afraid to try things and start your own thing is any thoughts around maybe some of the listeners who might be thinking about this conversation and, you know, maybe embracing their own ideas as an entrepreneur. No, of course. And, um, and what I've learned is that truly, and this is like something that Steve jobs, I've heard him say, is you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. And so, you know, through your journey, you meet so many people and you face so many challenges and there are so many things that happen to you. And I truly feel that they provide you with a uh, an outlet, you know, so like if it's, if you've experienced something like a challenge uh, and you're extremely passionate about that, I think the, the universe is really leading you down that path, that path to actually yeah. solve it. And I, I also like Brian, I never like believe that there's a right time because there's never going to be like a perfect time for you to do this. And so what I say is that, you know, eventually you have to take the plunge. Um, because if you don't, 
than somebody else will. Yep. Wow. Yeah, totally. And, um, and thank you for, for addressing that one. Cause as I was listening to your story today and going a little deeper with you, it's something that came to my mind and, 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 you know, um, having an entrepreneurial spirit can also be something that you just have also from your passions and pursuing, and then also just bringing those creative ideas to the table um, to your point, because if you don't, someone else will. And then you'll be like, why? Well, I, I thought about that a couple of years ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, I, but I didn't act. So um, yeah. and then it's I think to your point, take the plunge. Um, that's awesome feedback. Thank you for sharing that. Um, as we look to wrap and and uh, this conversation and, and thank you again for so much um, insightful ideas and thoughts and sharing your own journey. Is there any last minute thoughts you'd like to reflect on? Uh, for today or share with the audience? I would say that um, consistency always wins. And so like whether it's your career, you're trying to like move up the ladder or it's entrepreneurship or just anything in life, like what I've realized is that, you know, like the one or two time hustle, you know, yes, it's it's going to help you. But what really helps like move the needle is that long-term consistency. So if you stay at it um, and if you have a plan of action and you're agile and you're open to feedback, you you can be very successful at at pretty much anything you do. Great thoughts. And, um, and thank you for sharing that with our, with our listeners. Well, that's, all the time we have for today, but I want to thank you so much. Um, I was so excited to have this call and conversation with you today. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Awesome. Awesome to be on this. And I'm excited to, you know, stay in touch with you, Brian. Me too. Me too. Lots more coffees to come um, as we, as we move into the holiday season. Sounds (laughs) Um, great. For the listeners, if you liked what you heard today, please share this podcast with your network and please continue to tune in for more upcoming episodes. This has been Coffee with Convery. And until next time, please stay well.